0: This Westwards Mini Masterclass is a production of Westwards, the Western Sydney Literature Organisation. For more information on Westwards and what we do, please go to westwords.com.au This Westwards Mini Masterclass is a production of Westwards, the Western Sydney Literature Organisation. For more information on Westwards and what we do, please go to westwords.com.au Hello and welcome to the Westwards Mini Masterclass. My name is James Ray. I'm your host. I'm a writer. I'm also program manager at Westwards. Now, Westwards, if you've been paying attention, is all about story. You'll know this if you've been to our website or been to any of our events or listened to our podcasts or watched our videos. We're all about telling stories. And stories, as we know, come in all forms there's song, there's music, there's uh, poetry, written, stage play, television. Illustration, movies, spoken word, story is a, an incredibly broad, uh, a broad church, as I would say, in the Liberal Party. And so uh, today we're going to be looking at a fairly thin sliver of the storytelling um, pantheon, and that is lullabies. Well, that's where it was starting out. We started out talking about lullabies. It went, it got a little bit, uh, let's say. Hijacked towards the end, which you'll hear in a minute. A couple of bits of background to this particular episode. The first one is that Westwards is putting together the plan for something we're calling the Lullaby Project. And what that is, is a a project whereby people come and sing lullabies in their native tongue uh, to preserve them and tell a story. They can tell the story of the lullaby, and we find out a little more about these people in their culture through the exploration of these lullabies. Lullabies are, are universal. In fact, there are some animal species that basically sing lullabies to their their young. But the lullaby project for us is going to be, I think, very important, mainly because it it helps preserve languages that might otherwise be not heard as often. It's a great tragedy in this country that so many indigenous languages have gone extinct. And while we aren't for a moment suggesting that we can prevent anything like that happening with what we do at Westwards, but we at Westwards want to be part of a world where oral storytelling and culturally significant music are preserved. And so that's what we're doing. Now it's it's very nebulous, we've only really talked about it in, in passing. But it's something we are definitely hoping to do at some point. If you have any questions or if you have a suggestion or if you'd like, in fact, to be involved, please feel free to email admin at westwords.com.au and we would love to hear from you. So I was talking about this with uh, four people the other day in Canberra. Now, I'm, I'm currently working as uh, one of the judges on a, a literary award. And the other three judges for this are Demet Diveroran, who is uh, a Turkish-Australian writer, young adult writer. Tony Eaton, or Associate Professor Anthony Eaton, who is from the University of Canberra and is a young adult writer. Erica Wagner, who you might have heard before on our podcast, and she is uh, she's a, a publisher and a writer and, and an editor. And also Paula like Kelly Paul, who you will have also heard on our podcast talking about libraries. She's a career library expert and uh, has worked in very high up in various state libraries and, and regional libraries and so forth. And is a, a very knowledgeable person in the world of libraries and literature. And so I was talking to these four wonderful people about this project and Demet said, I've got a, a lullaby that I, I sing to my kids in, in Turkish. Would you like to hear it? And I said, I don't just want to hear it, I want to record it. So the first person you're going to hear is Demet Diveroran, and then you will hear from Erica Wagner, then Paula, Kelly Paul, and finally, Anthony Eaton wraps it all up. Enjoy.
1: Hello, my name is Demet Deveroran, or Demet Deveroran. As I've been known most of my life, Um, My background is Turkish-Australian, and this is a lullaby that I sing to my children at night time. And it's called Dandini, Dandini Dastana, and it is about some cows who raid a cabbage field and are chased away (laughs) by the farmer.
2: (laughs) Okay. Dandini, Dandini Dastana. Danalar girmiş postana Kov postancı danayı Yemesin lahanayı Eee, 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 eee Pshhh psh, pshhh psh. pshhh 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 I'm Erika Wagner. My background is German, and so German songs kind of go really deep into my bones. Uh, We were a German-speaking household. And at night, um, when my kids were little, I used to sing a bit of a medley to them, which even now my daughter remembers, and now to her kids they sing it. And when they sleep over at our house, they say, oh, Mum sings us this, but she doesn't know what it all means. And uh, anyway, so this is how it goes.
0: And you were just telling us that it's you're also singing it for your. Yeah,
2: I'm singing it for my 98 year old mum who is still with us, but just barely hanging on by a thread. But she's made of something very, very strong. She's German. And, and she yeah, yeah, she's she German. She's anyway, stoic. so but what I've been doing is singing her German Christmas songs and all kinds of songs, and I was singing this to her just the other day. Okay. Oh, wie wohl ist mir am abend mir am abend wenn so oh, die glocken läuten glocken läuten bim bam bim bam Weißt du, wie viel Sternlein stehen auf dem blauen Himmelszelt? Weißt du, wie viel Wolken ziehen weit hinüber alle Welt? Gott, der Herr, hat sie gezählt, dass ihm auch nicht eines fehlt von der ganzen großen Zahl. von der ganzen großen
1: Zahl. Mine's not exactly a lullaby, mm. um, but it, I didn't have grandparents really around when I was um, young. But my mother used to sing this song with my brother and I in the car when she was around, which wasn't very often, but it's kind of a fun song and it came from my grandparents who used to sing this when they were going on holidays. So they lived in um, Sydney originally, but then in Fosterton Currie, and they go to Queensland for holidays. So this is this is what they used to sing, apparently. Um, and then uh, my mum would sing it to us wherever we were moving next because we moved to lots of different places when she was around. So it goes like this. It's not a lullaby, but it's a fun car song. So... Now we're off to Queensland, the place that we adore We'll take good care to stick to it and never leave it more Oh, jumpsy-joy, gibbery-oy, oy, gibbery oy see dory Hikey-crikey, psyche-chikey, wadgery dory So as I said, it's not a lullaby, <laughs> <laughs> but it is... A family song. That's probably the only family thing I've had passed down through the ages. So, yeah, next time I'll do some research. I've got an Irish one a good Irish From my, Irish um, my lovely great-great-great-great-great-great-grandmother, the pirate Grace O'Malley from Mayo County. So
0: I will research. The pirate that Grace that. O'Malley. Yeah. Tell Grenouille. us more about that.
1: Well, OK, that is another story. So she was the most formidable leader pirate of her time.
0: Was she the one that... um...
1: Went to Queen Elizabeth? No, there was a a,
0: a Melbourne writer a couple of years ago who wrote... Was that her? Yes. Okay.
1: And um, she was quite uh, well-known at the time because she was pirating the waters that the English were basically either, you know, pillaging from all the European countries Mm. or she was intercepting them on the way back to England. So it was in the time Queen Elizabeth really was presiding over the largest... Population of the world, so it was when, yeah. you know...
0: When the whole, England whole was, globe was, the was the whole, pink. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's it. So, anyway, um, she was quite a disturbance to the royal family, to the Queen, because they, she was making quite a dint in their coffers. But she was doing it for a good reason, a bit like an Irish Robin Hood in some ways, uh-huh. because she was um, supporting the Irish to hold onto their lands when the English were coming and, you know, swapping titles for nothing, really. So, um, the story goes that her four sons were also pirates, so my son is actually named for her youngest son, Tobias, Tobit, his name was, Um, but she went to petition when two of her sons were captured by the Queen's folks, Um, she went to petition for their freedom, and somehow got her way into the castle and had that audience with the Queen, and wasn't killed because she was so stealthy, but... The Queen respected her so much as a leader, the story goes, that she heard her petition for the Sons and made Grace, or Granowale, as they say back then, um, promise that she'd stop pirating. Now, she was 70 at oh. that stage. But you're
0: going know, to so say the Queen, the Queen said, look, we're still going to hang and draw them, we just won't quarter them this No, day, no, anyway. no, no,
1: no, no, she actually got them released <laughs> wow. on the promise that she would stop pirating. And did she keep a promise? She did. Wow. except Well, she did, mm. but the sons, sons didn't because they didn't have to promise. So it's a pretty good story. <laughs> well, next, but, time, you know, next
0: time we talk, we want to have that in, in song, please. Absolutely. You're You've got right. it.
1: Good. <laughs> good on you. Okay.
0: Tony, Tony Eaton. Hi. Okay, so, yeah, insight into my parenting style and family, really, is what this is going to be. Uh, my kids are... We've never been a big lullaby-type family. Um, and my son's now 13 and very not interested. But every now and then, my daughter, who's still seven decides she wants a bit of bedtime cuddling and closeting. Uh, So what I like to do, and it always goes down well, is I gather her enormous, long, lanky frame up into my arms like a little baby, and I rock her and I sing a lullaby to her, and it generally goes like this. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, little daughter! Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to hell to sleep! And then I drop her in her bed. Um, Doesn't tend to work. But it's fun for all concerned. And that's me. That's that's, that's
1: that's me going to come to sleep. I think that was just recorded, Uh (laughs) dammit. Can you beep
0: out that? Oh, no. (laughs) So there you go. Now you have the uh, inside running on how judging panels behave (laughs) at major literary awards. Uh, thank you to, to the four people who, who shared, Demet, Erica, Paula and Tony. Uh, it's not always easy to sing in front of uh, any number of people, but especially when someone's got a recording device stuck in your face, it can be a little bit intimidating. So I want to acknowledge that and thank them for, for their willingness to take part. If you would like to take part in the uh, lullaby project that we are we're at this stage just putting the putting some thoughts around more than anything, then please get in touch, admin at westwords.com.au and just let us know if you uh, if there's anything you would like to share with us. Perhaps you know somebody who would like to come in and sing a lullaby and talk to us about it. Who knows? But uh, watch this space because that is something we're hoping to do in the not-too-distant future. If there's anything else you would like to know about what we do, please go to westwords.com.au and until then, until we talk again... Happy creating.